Life Manitou. How are you guys today? Good. Well, my name is Summer. Are you guys ready to worship the Lord by hearing his word this morning? Awesome. Could you guys stand for the scripture reading? So today we're reading from Matthew 6, 5 through 13. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites. For they love to pray standing in synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep babbling like the pagans do. They think that they are heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, and deliver us from the evil one. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. And let's stay standing as we pray. Lord, as we talk about prayer this morning, may this be something that's not just talked about, but it's something we do, that we as New Life Manitou will be known as your worshipers. We will be known as people who pray. Lord, give us this. Lord, we, we want to be those that are known for prayer. We pray this in your name, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and God's people shout it. Amen. Yes, you may be seated. Thanks for coming this morning. Happy New Year. This is 2019. We're six days in. Anybody do the New Year's resolution thing? Uh, yeah, okay. A couple of people. I, I talked to Tim. Where, where's Tim? I was like, hey, Happy New Year. Anybody doing New Year's resolution? He said, no, you shouldn't wait until the new year to do a new year. I was like, okay, okay, calm down, calm down. But it is something that we as we should always be as Christians be people who are ready to grow and ready to do new things and 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 be willing to to lay aside things like addictions and things and start anew. So I'm a fan of New Year's resolutions. I was been talking to some people just kind of making conversation what's your New Year's resolution? Do you have any? And many Christians uh, somewhere in their lineup of New Year's resolutions choose prayer. That's what we're going to be talking about this morning. Prayer. They say oh, we want to pray more. They want to pray more often. They want to pray longer. And I think that's a wonderful thing. Brett and I, who did the, the offering moment this morning, were talking about prayer on Wednesday. And he said something that I think is very true of a lot of Christians. He said, you know, I think when Christians start to talk about their own prayer life, we get ashamed. Like we always think, oh, there's more prayer we can do. If someone came up to you and said, how is your prayer life, brother or sister? I think, I think if you're like the most of us, if we were honest, you'd say, well, it's, it's just okay. And so I hope that this morning, morning, as we talk about prayer, that we could push boop, like a reset button. Do you remember the old video game console? I grew up in the 80s. There was like a Nintendo that had a literal button that was like a reset button. Let's hit that button and, and just like, let's rethink prayer and, and let's listen to what Jesus has to say about prayer. Let's just hit the reset button and come away from this sermon, come away from this morning, uh, motivated and refreshed on what prayer is and how to do it. Sound good? Say amen. 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 All right. So in this sermon, I was in a a, a public speaking class years ago, and the public speaking professor is in college said, tell them what you're going to tell them, 
then tell them, and then tell them what you told them. Have you heard this wonderful <laughs> advice before? So I, this is what I'm going to tell you this morning. We're going to talk about Jesus and how he told us how to pray. Then I'm going to talk about just motivating us. Like, let's pray. Let's be motivated to pray. And then finally, I'm going to give you an opportunity to pray and to join in on some. I'll talk about these books that you may have seen floating around. You'll all get one at the end of today as you leave. Uh, and it's something New Life does every, uh, pretty much every new year. We do a devoted time of prayer. And for the last couple of years, we've chosen 21 days of prayer. So tomorrow, we'll start 21 days of prayer. And so I'll tell you what that is. I'll give you the books. I'll talk about the books. But today we're going to talk about the encounter because the series that we're in is still under the heading of the encounter sermon series. It's where Jesus' disciples encounter Jesus and ask him after they just saw him pray. They said, Jesus, would you teach us to pray? And so we're going to look at this encounter and what Jesus says. And then next week, in case you're wondering, we'll start a new sermon series on the books of First and Second Samuel. We'll look at the stories leading up to King David and then King David. So that's a little taste of what will come next week. So the first sermon point, for those of you that like to follow along, those of you that like to take notes, sermon point number one, we have three points this morning. Sermon point one is a quote from a song, and I'll tell you about the song. It says this, come away, says the Holy One. And this is a song that a friend of mine wrote uh, for Erica and I. And it's, uh, you guys know Brian Bettis, many of you do. He's uh, the, the worship leader, just like Sarah is the worship leader for New Life Manitou. A guy named Brian is the worship leader for New Life Downtown. If you were a volunteer, we had a volunteer Christmas party. Brian Bettis and his wife came and just shared some Christmas carols with us and some of their own songs and CDs. Brian Bettis is a songwriter, and he wrote for Erica and I a song for when we go out to pray. It's from the perspective of God saying, come away with me, come spend time with me, come to the secret place. And it was kind of a cool uh, story surrounding the song is that Erica and I uh, were at a prophetic presbytery. I think it actually was the morning session. I was just there. And a prophetic presbytery, you're like, what in the world is that? Well, it's where New Life, we, we do this about once or sometimes twice a year. We'll go up all the congregations together and the staff will go up uh, and, and, and open it up to the congregation as well. So I, I remember seeing a couple of you there. And there's words of encouragement shared. We call it uh, prophecy because what we believe that we can hear from the Lord, and we believe that we uh, can share with others what we think the Lord is communicating. And at these prophetic presbyteries, it's always encouraging, joyful, hopeful words being spoken. So at one point, uh, one of the guys who's a pastor in Phoenix uh, looked at me, and he knew who I was. He knew I was a pastor here in Manitou, and he just encouraged me. He said, I feel like the Lord wants you to know that you have permission, and he wants you to come away with him, to go out of Manitou, to spend times in prayer, and to receive from the Lord, and just to pray. And I, in my spirit, it's like, yeah, that's, that's what I long for. That's what I want. And with that permission and with that hope and encouragement from this guy named Preston, uh, I've, I've begun to ask Erica, uh, to, for her to watch all four of our little boys. And for once a month, I get to go out. And uh, during the summer months, I got to go camping. And this month, I'm going to go to a, a place called Praise Mountain, a spiritual a Christian spiritual center where you pray and you fast. And these times have been just so wonderful. So anyways, Brian Bettis was at this prophetic presbytery. He heard this prophetic word being spoken over me. And he sat down and he wrote a song for Eric and I to get away. And it's, it's a song about like the Lord saying, come away with me, spend time with me. And that is something 
Jesus does. We find Jesus going out and spending time in prayer. So that's what, I mean, I think Brett this morning, I get a lot of my sermon from Brett. So Brett, thank you. Uh, He's a great speaker. He spoke last week. He said that um, two words uh, summarize something about prayer. They're words that Eugene Peterson said. Eugene Peterson translated the Message Bible. If you're familiar with that, we're going to read the Lord's Prayer later in the sermon by Eugene Peterson because it's just beautifully written. He passed away just a couple weeks ago, but he said two words about prayer. This should summarize. This should encourage you when it comes to prayer. He says, Jesus prays. And I just thought that that's a past tense thing. He did pray. It's a future tense. He's praying. And it's a present tense thing. He is praying and interceding for the world. And that should give us a lot of hope. Jesus gets away on his earthly life. There's many times where he gets baptized and he goes out and spends 40 days and 40 nights in prayer and fasting. And he's tempted by the devil there. There's the moment of the transfiguration. Do you know this story? He takes a couple of his disciples goes up to a mountain and prays. And then these wonderful things happen and he's appeared to and these encouraging things are happening on the mountain of transfiguration. Reminds me of what, uh, I don't see Tim Hockersmith in here, but he every Friday brings dudes up to a mountain and they go up there and they usually do like a Facebook live video thing and they're silly. And then they spend time in prayer every Friday morning at, at sunrise they go up. And, and then that story, that this, you know how your mind works and, and I remember sometimes of prayer that I had with a youth pastor, wonderful times where I fell in love with prayer in my college years. I was in Ogden, Utah. My dad, who's here, he was stationed there in a beautiful area where a youth pastor of mine would set these dates where we would go on Saturday morning. We'd go out to Antelope Island in in the Great Salt Lake. They had this little uh, drive path that was man-made. And we went out there. We'd wake up early, get into his car. He'd go around and pick us up, and we'd drive the half hour to Antelope Island. He would always pay the $5 entry fee to the state park. He would park, and then we would pick areas on this hill, this, uh, this island, to go pray. We'd kind of spread out, and we'd sit on different areas and watch the Great Salt Lake. We'd watch birds, and there's actually uh, some, some like buffalo on this island, and so we'd watch these buffalo, and we would pray. And I think that's where I fell in love with getting away and praying. And this is what Jesus does. 40 days, transfiguration. Another famous one is the Garden of Gethsemane that that he goes and prays and tells his disciples to stay awake, and they don't, and then sets in motion this course of events where he is then arrested and then nailed to a cross, and, and he dies for the sins of the world. But another time, here's Mark 1, 35 and 36. It's another time where him, he got away and prayed. In the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. And Simon and they that were with him followed after him. So Jesus got up early and prayed. Luke 6, 12 through 13. And it came to pass in those days that when he went to a mountain to pray, he continued all night in prayer to God. It's interesting. He prays all night. And then uh, verse 13 says, and when it was day, he called unto him his disciples. And it's after that moment that he goes out and he chooses his disciples and picks them. And then there's another example, Luke 11. This, this sermon series that we're concluding today is called the Encountering Jesus Sermon Series. And so listen to these words. One day, so this just seems like a, a normal progression of Jesus' life and ministry. He was just always sneaking away and praying. Luke 11, 1 said, one day Jesus was praying in a certain place. And when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. 
So one of them, he says, teach us. So there's a group of disciples. One of them says, teach us to pray. And then there's an interesting thing that I would love to know the backstory on. He says, just as John taught his disciples, I guess John the Baptist taught his disciples how to pray. And so Jesus' disciples are asking Jesus, would you teach us to pray? And then he says to them, when you pray, say... And it's the prayer we prayed with bread. It's the prayer uh, that was read to us by summer. The Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. And so on and so forth. Let's look at this prayer. So point number two as we continue in this sermon is this. The Lord's Prayer is a model teaching us how to pray. The Lord's Prayer is a model teaching us how to pray. We get this prayer in context that Jesus' disciples are sitting around and one of them says, Jesus, teach us to pray. We've, we've seen you pray. We've seen you go out and pray. We've seen you pray in all these different circumstances. Would you teach us to pray? And he starts this uh, prayer by saying, Our Father who art in heaven. And I think a reminder of, of this prayer is I think it's a model for prayer. I don't think you need to memorize this prayer in the King James Version and make that your only prayer ever. I don't think it's intended to be that way. In fact, a friend of mine uh, last weekend, we were out of, Eric and I were out of town. We were headed to Uray to, for some vacation. It's a long drive. And I was talking to a good friend of mine who's a believer, and we were talking about how different religions, at least in our conversation, we're like, all these different religions, religions seem to be so legalistic on the do's and don't do's. All these other religions seem to be legalistic on, on mantras and how to pray, and yet Christianity really opens the gate for because God judges our heart and he knows how we pray. He judges our heart. We don't have to memorize a prayer and just say that. Jesus gives us here a model to pray. And yet with that said, we did today pray the Lord's Prayer, right? We, we said that uh, oftentimes in our household. We, before a meal, we don't always pray the Lord's Prayer, but with four little boys, we say the Lord's Prayer. And even little Theo, who's one year old, I think he kind of gets it, like he knows what's going on. We're praying the Lord's Prayer. And even I will pray this by myself, the Lord's Prayer sometimes. You know, I'm sure this has never happened to any of you, but like in the morning you go to pray and you're like, Lord, pray over this day. And um, you start thinking about work and, oh, on the way to work, uh, maybe I, should, I need to go to REI and get some shoes. And oh, Gore-Tex shoes. I wonder if I should get the high tops or the low tops. Oh, I think I'll run faster. I'm a really fast runner if I got the low top sneakers. And what do they make Gore-Tex out of anyways? What is that? Uh, and then I'm like, wait, what am I doing? I'm supposed to be praying. And here I'm measuring my foot and trying to figure out what's like, come on, concentrate, Joe. Joe, concentrate. You're supposed to be praying. And in those moments, I've gotten into the habit of just praying the Lord's Prayer uh, either out loud or to myself and meditating on those words. And it gets me into a motion of saying a prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. So with that being said, I'm saying two things. Don't memorize the prayer as your only prayer. Your prayer life needs to be uh, more, uh, I guess, just a more of a relationship with the Lord. And then I'm also saying the exact opposite. I'm saying memorize this prayer. It's a wonderful prayer to have in your toolbox of prayer for when you want to pray like Jesus prayed. So let's look at this prayer. Uh, we've already said it today. It begins with our Father in heaven, hallow be your name. It's saying hello to the Lord. It is praising the Lord. 
It is naming God and calling upon his holiness. This is a prayer like I think all of our prayers. This should begin, our prayers should begin with praise. We begin our prayers with praise, calling upon the name of the Lord, telling him who he is to us. We're praising the Lord. And this is how the Lord's Prayer starts off. Think about your morning and how you usually wake up. I have four little boys. I usually wake up to one of the little boys coming running in and said, Dad, give me some milk. That's how I woke up today. Who was it? Max? Rowan? Max? Both of them at the same time? Give me some milk, Dad. As if I have a refrigerator or a cow, like right there to give them milk. Dad, give me milk. And usually what I do is, come here. Let's, let's start the day over. Come. I used to little Max crawl into bed with me and I hold him and say, uh, Max, did you have a good dream last night? We'll, we'll talk. Well, that's a better way to start the day than just, Dad, give me milk. I think in the same way. Like our prayer life should be to the Father. Begin it with pray- praise. Prayer begins with praise. A, a, a holy hello to the Lord, a respect and intimacy. And I think Jesus here gives us permission to call God Father. And I think we, as a, if you go to church, if you've prayed the Lord's Prayer, you probably, if you're like me, you don't think about that too much. Yeah, it's just a name for God. We call him Father, no big deal. It's what we've always called him, so on and so forth. But Jesus here at this time in the first century is breaking a mold. I think when he said to call God your father, he was like, whoa, what, you know, are you not respecting God? You know, he's not your father, he's God. And Jesus here is giving us a model saying, actually, if you really want to respect God, then you respect him with your intimacy. Respect and in- intimacy go hand in hand. You can call him father. In fact, you should call him father because that's a more intimate name for God. I remember uh, I had a friend named Isaiah Wood. Some of you might know him. He's, he used to live in Manitou years and years ago. He was a part of a church, uh, a prayer meeting actually, that um, prayed here in Manitou. And I, I got, he came to this church after we launched and said he spent so many, so much time, so many years in prayer. And he really felt like this church was a, like had been birthed out of all this time of prayer and intercession that he spent years and years ago. In fact, I, this morning I rode my, I usually ride my bike to church. I rode past, you know, that uh, building, like four or five buildings down from here. It's an old Moroccan restaurant. It's called the Hiawatha parking area. Now, if you go back behind there, there's a door in the back of the building that they used to rent. And there is still to this day, because I just drove by it, a banner that says a revolution house of prayer. It's tattered, it's worn, it's faded, but that's still there on, on what is now a city-owned building, which I think is just kind of cool. So anyways, Isaiah Wood was a part of that years and years ago. And I remember him praying and I remember uh, like being shocked by how he started a prayer. And he usually prayed like this. He said, he would say, dear daddy, and I remember looking at him like, that's not right. Like, you can't, he's not your daddy. And then I just thought, well, actually, you know, it's, it, Jesus gives us this permission to be intimate with God as a young child saying daddy to their own father. Jesus begins his prayer by saying, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. The next line of the, the Lord's prayer is your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we're asking, if this, we choose to use this as a model for prayer, we're asking the Lord to, to mirror the things, the things that are of heaven 
are on this earth. I think many of us talk about heaven like, oh, that's the place that we go when we die years from now. Hopefully, when we're, you know, that's where we'll get to go eventually. And Jesus is much more, I think the world we live in is parallel to heaven. Like there's the things of heaven going on now, the things on earth, and may the things on earth be like the things in heaven. We are praying for the Lord's will to be done. Another famous line of Jesus is that he says, ask me for anything in my name and it will be given to you. And that's an encouragement to pray in the will of the Lord because if we pray prayers that are in the will of the Lord, well then they will certainly be answered because they are part of his will. The next line is the only line where we pray for something. Jesus models a prayer for something that is of a physical earthly need. He says, give us today our daily bread. Think about that. Think about all the prayers I pray are usually asking God for something. God, give me some milk. (laughs) If I'm honest with my prayer life, a lot of my prayers are requests to God. Like, God, intercede and and do this and do that. But the only thing that's in this prayer for as, as far as like a physical earthly thing is daily bread, which should come to all of us, including myself, with a lot of humility that that really All we really need is our daily life, the daily bread, the physical daily bread that we need. And and for us to see things as the Lord sees them, the Lord will take care of us. The Lord will provide the other things. All we need to ask for is our daily bread, and he will provide for us. Another thing that is asked, not a physical thing, but the next thing that's in this prayer is, is, forgive us our debts or trespasses, depending on the version you know, as we forgive our debtors or trespassers. Asking for forgiveness from the Lord is a part of so many of our prayers, part of my prayer life. Lord, forgive me for the things that I've, I've, I've done. Forgive me, Lord, and cleanse me and make me clean. And then, at least in this prayer, is this model that, that we are reminded to forgive others as we would like to be forgiven. Moving right along, the the closing of this prayer is, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil or the evil one. Basically, keep us walking in your will, Lord. Help us to walk in your ways and to walk away from sin. Like, think about this prayer. That is a prayer. This Lord's prayer is a beautiful model for us. If we're not sure how to pray, Crack out these words and pray through them with your own language. That's a wonderful, wonderful way to pray. Point three of this sermon is this, uh, kind of silly, I guess, but pray, pray, pray. That's That's the third sermon point. We learn to pray by, guess how? Praying. We learn to fall in love with prayer by, guess, praying. We, can, we are all invited in to the Lord's story and to pray. I think those people among us who are uh, interested in growing and, and leading and walking with the Lord, like all we need to do is just start praying, start doing something, and then follow in the paths of the Lord and he will teach us. I think to motivate, I was, I was uh, even looked up like on Google, how do you motivate someone? And, and <laughs> that's what, you know, that's what pastors do to prepare for sermons. We Google things sometimes. And I motivate, how do you, like I was just thinking like motivating for prayer, like how do we do this? And I just thought, well, prayer, it, it changes the world. Prayer 
is powerful. Prayer, even Jesus, Summer read this in this, uh, the passage, uh, is that if, when you pray, do it like this, and then your Father in, who is in heaven will reward you. There's great reward in prayer. There's great power in prayer. There's great intercession, if you're familiar with that word, in prayer. We can pray for other people or other situations, and we are interceding with the Lord on their behalf, and there is power there. I think the Lord would say to us, Talk to me, listen to me, ask me, ask me again, and ask me again, and prayer is powerful. I think the opportunities that we have to pray are all around us. We don't need a booklet like this, but something like this really helps us. You'll get one of these on your way out today. And New Life, for I already told you this, for as long as I can remember, uh, chooses to celebrate the new year with, with prayer. Like we dedicate every year, the month of January, a big chunk of it to praying. All of our congregations, we pray, pray, pray. And for the last couple of years, it's been 21 days of prayer. It's broken into three weeks of seven. And this little book, uh, it's a wonderful little tool. In fact, uh, Andrew Arndt, do you guys remember him? He was right here speaking uh, three weeks ago or something like that. Uh, he wrote this book. And so he takes us through this journey. It's just, 20, it's just a tiny little book of 21 days. Each day has a reading at the top. And there's uh, two readings, a New Testament and then a Psalm, and then an afternoon reading. And if you were really rushing, like if you just like, oh, what are you asking us to do, Joe? Is this going to take 10 hours to do? It's like, no, this is probably every day. If you just, just did it, it would probably take five, a little more than five minutes. It's, it's really not that much. But my hope is, is that those five minutes turn into a joy-filled 10 minutes, a joy-filled 15 minutes. You, you, you concentrate on these words. So there's readings, there's prayer points, and I was very excited to see that on day six of our day, so this will be next Saturday, or this coming Saturday, there is prayer points for New Life Manitou. Pray that the Spirit would be poured out in a fresh way at New Life Manitou. Pray that the members of New Life Manitou would experience new hunger and thirst for God. And so it's these prayer points uh, for our congregation. So I just thought this is a wonderful way for all the congregations of New Life, New Life North, New Life Downtown, Chinese-speaking church, the Spanish-speaking church that is New Life, to, to just be together and pray. So to motivate us, there, here's an opportunity starting tomorrow for to take on these prayer points. So every day has a reading, some prayer points, and then guess guess what? The Lord's Prayer is here. We say the Lord's Prayer uh, in our prayer time. And then finally, a prayer for the week, a written out prayer that Andrew wrote, uh, kind of including some of these prayer points. And it's it's easy. It doesn't take very long. It gets us into the motion of praying. It's something that I hope, hopefully, we will be talking about for the next 21 days. We'll ask each other, how's that, you know, 21 days going? And, and if you forget a day, just jump back in to where you are. I think so many, uh, I think resolutions have, maybe Christians don't like uh, New Year's resolutions, because I think, like, oh, once you fail, like, I'm going to work out every day, and then, like, day six comes today, and you forgot to work out, you're like, ah, oh, forget the whole thing, the whole year is shot. It's like, that's not a good way to, do, like, you don't have to be 100%, I'd be perfect to have a prayer life, to have a New Year's resolution. I think the Lord judges our hearts. So, if if you start this thing, uh, and, and you forget a day, just jump back in, and it's it's the kind of thing where it's it's the heart. And I think our hearts are such that they should be tender towards God and the things of God. So that's these books. You'll get them on the way up. There's, there's some in the back on the left, and then we have some people handing them out as well. And so um, it's an invitation to pray, 
to, to think about the things of the Lord, to um, encounter him. And so I, th- I think as we conclude this encounter series, I was, uh, Justin Mendel emailed me, uh, a be- was that last week or a week before? I, my computer, Theo dumped a, a thing of water into my laptop, and so I'm a little behind on emails, uh, if you've emailed me. I, I don't know, but Justin emailed me. <laughs> Let me, that's, that's how my mind works. Justin emailed me at some point in the last year, <laughs> Actually, yeah, anyways, gosh. And his email was just this encouraging email about, like, when we encounter the Lord, when these people who, throughout this series, have encountered the Lord, they are then changed. Like, like no, you don't encounter the Lord, and then you're like, oh, that was nice, let's go eat lunch. It's like, if you really encounter the Lord, if you really dig into this encounter that Jesus had with his disciples, where they saw him, they lived with Jesus, they walked with Jesus, God on earth, they saw him praying, and then asked this simple question, Lord, would you teach us to pray? And then I imagine them just hanging on every word because then they would write it down and this would become a prayer for the early church. And here we are some 2,000 years later still praying this Lord's Prayer. If we truly encounter the Lord, if we want to encounter the Lord, we will be changed and we will grow more in love with God. We will fall more in love with him and his ways. And, and we pray here that the Lord would show us how to pray. So would you stand with me? Um, I'm gonna pray this prayer the Lord's Prayer. I want you to pray it with me. The, the words are not going to sound like what you are used to because this is a, a paraphrase of Scripture. It's the message translation of the Bible. But I want to read these words for us. This is the, the Lord's Prayer in very modern uh, American words being used here. But think about these words. Meditate on them. Pray them with me. It says this, Our Father in heaven, reveal who you are. Set the world right. Do what's best, as above, so below. Keep us alive with three square meals. Keep us forgiven with you and forgiving others. Keep us safe from ourselves and from the devil. You're in charge, exclamation point. You can do anything you want, exclamation point. You're ablaze in beauty, exclamation. And it just says, yes, yes. Yes.